This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. You're listening now. You're talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey of Mississippi Today. They say, well, you don't find love, love finds you. Well, no matter how it happens... Our guest today was lucky enough to experience true love. Let's welcome to the show, Mrs. K. Meditol. Ms. K., I just wanted to say thank you for joining us. Uh, my longtime friend Stephen Ward wrote a wonderful article about you, and we knew we needed to talk to you today for Valentine's Day. And your love story with Nolan is still a beautiful thing of beauty, and I just wanted you to share it with us today. So thank you. And I, I just wanted to pass along, too, my condolences. Uh, Nolan entered the legislature about the time I started cartooning in Mississippi, and he was such a longtime fixture up at the Capitol, and I loved him. I really did. He was a great guy. So uh, I just want to say thank you for being on with us today. Thank you, Marshall. Thank y'all for having me on radio. I will. It, it is. Not, I'm sorry. It's an honor for me for y'all to have me on radio today. Well, first uh, of first of all, just um, picture me giving you a big hug right now. Yes, sir. I am going to do that. Yes, sir. I am. And thank you so much. Uh, I don't want to tell you, I surely am glad that you never drew a cartoon of my husband. Well, because that... he, he always said he had big ears and, you know, and all. And, <laughs> and, and if you would have drawn a cartoon of him, I'm sure that it would have been his ears that would have been so big and all, you know. <laughs> I would have made him handsome. I, I would have made oh, him. The good okay. news is, yeah, the good news is he never did anything that means meant that I had to draw a cartoon about him. So oh, that, that, meant, that meant he stayed under the radar pretty oh, successfully. Yes sir. yes, sir. I appreciate it, too. Thank y'all so much for having me on. Um, it, it's just, um, no one was my life, you know. He was my life. Uh, we just, you know, some people just, I don't know, we just enjoyed being with each other. You know, we were best friends. We were soulmates. We just did everything together. Um, when it came to to going to deer camp, you know, he wouldn't go to deer camp unless the whole family went to deer camp. Oh, you wow. Know, he would tell folks, he'd say, Okay, he said, you know, I'll, I, yes, I'll, I'll, I want to join the club. He said, but if I, if I join the club, then my wife and children have to come too. You know, after we had children, they were right there with us too. But yes, sir, it, it's just we were high school sweethearts, and I, you know, back when we were dating, there wasn't a whole well, there was a whole lot to do. But knowing I, um, we were not fortunate to be, you know, to have a lot of. Um, a lot of money to go out and do things so we would you know we would fish and gig frogs and do things like that you know that was our entertainment it was but how he was in school and he, of course he worked he worked and i worked too we worked together at fred's dollar store in bait school and um we uh uh he went on to pharmacy school went to old mr pharmacy school and finished pharmacy school and but Nolan and I just did everything together. We, he, uh, somebody was saying just a little few minutes ago. I actually work at my son's nutrition store here in Sardis since since I lost Nolan. My son, he's a he's a doctor here in Sardis. He's put in a nutrition store, and I work full time there. I open it up in the mornings at six o'clock and work to four in the afternoon. But it it gets me out of the house. But anyway, I. Uh, Noah and I, when we had the pharmacy, I worked at the pharmacy. 
uh, raised our two children in the back of the store. And uh, he uh, went on and, and when we formed a corporation and he opened a business. We opened a business in Batesville. And he ran that and I ran the store in Sardis. But, you know, we just did everything together. Like I say, whether it was, uh, whether, whether it was um, you know, working, we built houses at one point in our life. And when he was on top of the roof nailing shingles, or nailing boards, I was up there with him, you know, we mixed mortar together and uh, just, we just did it. We've just done everything together in our lifetime. You know, when you're, you were saying your high school sweets, sweethearts and you were, I guess you were 16 when you got married and that is correct. How, yes, sir. So you, you were pretty young. Talk, talk about that. When did, when did you first meet? Was it love at first sight when you met him? And 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 how did your parents react when you said, "I think I found the one"? Uh, well, I was in high school, and um, I met him in high school. He was a senior, and I was a freshman back then. I was young back then, and uh, and I just—I don't know—we just we just saw each other in school, and I met it one summer on the Enid Lake. I was down there swimming, and that's where I first met Nolan was at Enid Lake. Um, I had been to a, one of my family's reunions, and I was there swimming, and and no, I met no one there. But it, nothing matured then. As one, when, I, when, when I went back to school, um, he, I don't know, he told somebody, I said, I'm going to ask that little old girl out for a date. And they said, well, she sure is. This is, this is just coming from him. I remember he said, well, she, they said, well, she sure is a pretty little thing. And said, I think that'll be good. Well, it just started. And when... We got ready to get married. My mother, my my parents were older. I was my mother was forty five when she actually had me. My oh, parents wow. were older. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Yes, sir. Excuse me. But anyway, we um, he just he he went to my mother. I, we went to my mother first because she was, and he she said, "Well, I want you to know you're nothing but a couple of kids, you know, just like that." And and he brought that up so many times. He'd look at me and say, "You remember what your mama said?" I said, "No, that we weren't anything but a couple of kids, you know." But uh, they were they were happy with Nolan. They loved Nolan, you know. They did. They loved Nolan. And uh, we went we went on and got married. We were together, you know. When you, I guess, when you're going steady back then with somebody, you're together a lot, you know. I mean, we were together all all the time. He, of course, him in school and all. He played football and practiced football but we were together a lot back when we were dating and we married before I finished school and he was at Northwest playing football and and he was going to Northwest Community College and uh, I went on and I finished high school I uh, I finished high school at South Panola graduated from South Panola he graduated from South Panola but when I after I graduated from high school in turn I went on the Northwest that summer started the Northwest to school. Went on to school that summer, and went um, went back to Northwest. And he was and he went to Ole Miss. Um, after he finished Northwest, he went on to Ole Miss. And I I went to Northwest a couple of years. And I I said to him, I said, Pop. I said, well, I didn't say Pop back then. I said Dad because that's what our grandchildren called him was Pop. But anyway. I said, you know, I said, let's. I said, aren't you ready to have some children? And he said, well, he said, yeah. I said, we've been married. You know, we've been married like three years. And and he was at Ole Miss, and I had um, 
I was at Northwest, and in, in the meantime, I, I told him, let's have children, so I had stopped and went to work, had gone to work. And um, so our son was born after we were married three years. Our son was born, and um, he went on to... He went on to Ole Miss and finished pharmacy school, and then our daughter was born in 71. I'm thinking, no one graduated from pharmacy school. I'm thinking in 68. Yes, sir. But uh, that's how it all started. We were just high school sweethearts, and, and you know, we were, uh, uh, I don't know. It wasn't, I guess it may, may have been love at first sight, you know, because, of course, I had dated a couple guys, but I was young, you know, and he was, he was, excuse me. He was young too. So, but um, it was just um, we. It was just something that we thought that's what we wanted to do because we wanted to be together because we were practicing it together all the time anyway. Yes, sir. But um, he just we uh, we both went on to school, you know, and tried to. He, well, he did finish pharmacy school, and I intended to go back after I had children, but that never had matured, you know, because. He always wanted me there with him, you know, and all. He uh, he worked in Batesville a few years at a drugstore, Sullivan's Drug in Batesville, after he finished pharmacy school, and then we opened our store here in Sardis after that. But that's how it all started, yes, sir. I love that he loved Valentine's Day and that he'd love watching oh. people coming in and so forth. But we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about that because uh, obviously it's Valentine's Day, and I want to hear your take on it and what makes for a special Valentine's Day because I think you know a little bit about that. This is yes, Now You're sir. Talking on MPB Think Radio. We'll be back in just a minute. contractor ever tell you the price of something and it sounds so high you think "Eh, maybe i'll try it myself some jobs just aren't that difficult and yes you can do it if you want to find out how to do those things listen to fix it 101 podcast everywhere this is an mpb think radio podcast love is in the air this is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey, editor-large at Mississippi Today. And if you're just tuning in, we've been talking with Kay uh, Meditel. I'm just so glad to have her on today about the unbelievable love between her and her husband, Nolan. And um, Ms. Kay, I just want to say thank you for being on on Valentine's Day. And I know that was a very special day for him. He used to love just being in the pharmacy, watching the guys come rushing in to get their last-minute gifts. But he really had a thing for roses, and that was a big part of your gift every year, wasn't it? Yes, sir, it was. He just loved roses, and he loved red roses, you know. He just loved red roses. Um, And he made sure every Valentine's that I got, red roses a dozen red roses he just that was just something he always did was it was uh was was if it if it wasn't anything you know that he missed going to the floor so our little forest he and uh is not here anymore so he, we, he would go by kroger or he would go by walmart somewhere just to get roses but he made sure i had roses regardless but yes sir but he loved we in our pharmacy, we all—I mean, it was a—it was a little hometown pharmacy, and we always had Valentine candy. And he loved to, to see the guys come in, hustling, bustling for that Christmas. But Valentine's was probably Nolan's favorite, one of his most favorite 
uh, holiday because he loves to see people uh, treating their wife and or their girlfriend or you know just just getting out and getting candy and roses and and uh, colognes or whatever just a gift for their sweetheart you know he just thought that was something special and yes he loved roses he surely did um he loved roses and um when I, when I lost my husband, uh, I, we like three months being married, 56 years when I lost him, and I put 56 red roses on his casket oh. when I lost him. I surely did. I did. I that, is, did. that is so beautiful. Yes, sir. We just, you know, it was just something special. And when, when my husband and I had celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary, our children uh, we got home from Jackson. I was on a Friday and got home from Jackson, and there were 50 red roses sitting on my dining room table when we arrived home that day. So roses are a special treat in, in our family. They really are. They're just something special. They really are. Yes, sir. They well, are indeed. Well, it sounds like that Nolan knew the secret to making you feel <laughs> loved. He just had oh. he, he just I mean a lot I hope a lot of guys are listening to this because it sounds like that he knew that – you know, words were great, but actions were greater. And it sounds like yes, that he, he knew. Talk about some of the little things that he did to make you feel like you were special. Well, uh, he would just, he, when Noah and I first married, all we had was, all we had was a golden wedding band. And after we got on our feet, uh, things started to get, uh, well, our businesses started to prosper. He wanted to make sure that he got, he got me a diamond, and uh, the first diamond that he ever got me, he went down to the local jewelry store here in town and, and got me a gorgeous diamond ring. He, they specially designed it for him, and and um, he I, it weighs like four carats. But he just, you know, wow. he just he just loved. I mean, he he that's the things he loved. And then after that, it seemed like. Every year, I tell folks, I said, Nolan made sure that I had roses on Valentine's, and 95% of the time, he made sure I had diamonds at Christmas time. He just, you know, that was the things he loved to make me feel special with. But he was he was all the time uh, telling me how pretty I was, you know. He loved my hair. I've had a, I've had a gray streak in my hair since I was 17, and since I, I don't know, I started getting gray early in life you know but he now my and in the latter part of the latter years my hair has um has gotten grayer and he'd say oh mom your hair is so pretty and then of course so many people would tell me how pretty my hair is you know but he he would tell me how pretty my hair is and when i would go and get my nails done i that was the first thing i'd do was come back he loved red nail polish too he we love red period you know but we love red nail polish, but I'd come in and I'd just say, oh, Pop, look at my nails. And he'd say, oh, they're so pretty, Mama. They, your nails are so pretty. I mean, just little things like that, you know. <laughs> he, just, um, he just made sure that he would compliment me on things, you know. And um, he would, I, would get, I would get dressed up in Jackson. I mean, even in the mornings when I would go with him to Jackson, I'd be dressed, you know, and he'd say, oh, Mama, you look so nice. He always called me Mama. Yeah, Miss Kay, I was going to ask you about that. How did y'all pick those nicknames up? I think that's, <laughs> that's beautiful. Yes, sir. Well, our children, you know, it was Mama and, and Dad uh, with our children, and 
he just he just started. They would say, "Mama, this." And you know how children are. Mama, can you do this? Mama, can you do that? And he just started calling me Mama. And then after we had our grandchildren, uh, we were popping nanny, popping oh. nanny. And um, and I, we just even the even my our grown children say pop. You know, everything was pop. You know, I mean. Uh, we just called him Pop. That's the grandchildren called him Pop, so that's what we called him too. But uh, he, yes, sir, he always called me Mama, and, and I called him Pop in the latter years. Our dad, you know, when when before we had grandchildren, we surely did, yes, sir. But that's how it came about. Was the children calling me Mama, and he just. He just picked that up. It was Mama, you know, it was. Yes, sir. Yes, well, I love that was. you were as much of a fixture in the Capitol as he was and the fact that, you know, <laughs> he didn't just disappear during session, that you came down with him and you helped out. You answered the phones oh. and did constituents uh, work and so forth. And um, yes, But I think at the end of the day, I mean, that's what was so, to me, what's so impressive about your relationship is that you, you just like spending time together. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. He just, oh, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't. He didn't want to do without me, you know. I mean, he thought it, and then that's what he would tell the tell the the people at the Capitol. He'd say, you know, said, "Yes, sir, I'd love to go out and eat dinner with you, but if I go, my wife has got to go too." Said, "I don't believe in leaving her at home," you know. Said, "She she worked just as hard for this position as I did," wow. you know. And said, um, "said I said yes, I said she'll have to go with me if I go," you know. And 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 you know, I he just he just loved. We just love to be together. It didn't matter where it was or anything. He'd go to get in the car to go somewhere. I'd say, Pop, can I go? He'd say, well, you know you can go, Mama. You know, come on, we're going. You know, we just, and we, you know, we like I say, that's just, it's just what we enjoyed doing was being with each other, you know, and that's, that's just what we enjoyed doing. And, and he got so sick with COVID and went to the hospital. He had to go to the hospital. And it was uh, two days before Christmas in 2020. And uh, my son, a physician, had treated him for COVID, and he was just getting worse. But anyway, um, he would, he, he would, my son came in and said, Pop, you have to go to the hospital. He said, no. He said, no. He said, I said, Pop, you've got to go. I told him, I said, Pop, you've got to go to the hospital. I said, you've got to get better. He said, Mama, I don't want to die by myself. And oh. I said, I promise you, you're not going to die by yourself. He said, and Carrie, my son was standing there, and he said, Pop, no, sir. said, you will not die by yourself. I promise you, you won't. But uh, needless to say, the people at Baptist Hospital in Oxford were wonderful to us. They actually uh, told I did not have COVID at the beginning when Nolan had COVID, but they told me if I got COVID that I could come stay with Nolan. And I, I was diagnosed with COVID one night after he stayed at the hospital. And they told me, said, yes, you can get over here immediately. Just be with him because he never was. He, he, we were never apart that much. He worked on a pipeline some, and we were apart then. But he would come home every chance he got to come home. But anyway, I got to go to the hospital and stay with Nolan one night uh, before he went into intensive care. And when they told me he had to go into intensive care, they told me I could not stay with him. Oh. And anyway, I he said he he kept telling me said I don't want, I don't want Kay to leave me. Said I said she's all I've got. Said Kay's got to stay with me. And they said well well 
I mean, so many of them called him. Senator said, "You know," he said, "No," he said she can't stay. He said, "You know," he said you're going to be okay. He said we're going to take care of you. But um, needless to say, I couldn't stay and I couldn't go visit. You know, anytime I wanted to. But they were very kind about keeping us in touch, and we did get to go over on a Saturday after Christmas, and um, and he was awake, and, and he kept telling us he wanted to go home, and we told him we, we were going to take him home, you know. And, uh, he, we, well, of course, he never got to come home. They finally called a day later and said they were about to put him on the vent, and the doctors, his heart doctor and all he told us said, don't put him on a vent because that would just extend his life. But we went over. My son... I told them when they called, I said, well, my, I'm going to pick my mama up and my sister and said, we'll be over and, and, his, and Carla, his wife, and we'll be over to, to see my daddy before, you know, before he passes. And they said, no, you can't come. He said, yes, sir. He said, we're coming. He said, I made all of that clear. He said, you can either get my, get him ready, get it ready for us to come in or we'll just have to take that home. But anyway, when we got there, they were very kind. They met us at the door, and we got to go up. And he opened his eyes and looked at all of us oh. before he died. He did. He surely did. But he knew where. Yeah, he knew you were there. Yes, he knew we were there. He opened his eyes and looked around at all of us. We were all gathered around his head, and we looked around at all of us and all of them. And he, um, he didn't know that we were there. Yes, sir, he did. He, like I say, he. Uh, he, he, and I grabbed his hand, and he couldn't say anything, but he knew that we were all there and that we loved him. And, and my son had told him, my son FaceTimed him the day before we went into intensive care and told him, said, Pop, don't worry about my mama. said, I'm going to take care of her, you know. said, don't worry about mama. And, you know, he knew that. But one of the things that, that stands out that my children know that how much pop love mama was when we went down to the funeral home to pick out everything to make the arrangements the chris wells was sitting there and he said well tell said i know nolan real well and everything but tell me some of his hobbies you know what kind of what hobbies and and uh my son looked up at him and said well mom and daddy walked every day at sardis lake said they'd get up and go walking and he loved the hummingbirds we have a gazebo and he said he loves to sit in the gazebo and watch the hummingbirds and said but most of all my my daddy's hobby was loving my mother that is the most wonderful quote for your son to <laughs> say about his parents that's what he said he said most of all my daddy loved his loved my mother so that was his biggest hobby he said he didn't you know said he didn't do a lot and you know and all and said when he did do something said you know my mama was right there with him but said that was my mom my daddy's biggest hobby was loving my daddy yes but you know it's just when we just we just enjoyed being with each other you know i guess we entertained each other he would uh some of the things that that he would do of course we own we own a good bit of land here in panola county but we would go bush hog and i never let him bush hog by himself you know on a tractor and all i would go and sit in the truck and watch him and then when he'd go to another field i'd move to go to that field too you know and uh, that's just you know things that i've always done whenever he's out cutting the grass i may i mean i may be in the house doing something but i would stop every 15 minutes to make sure that he was okay you know and all and 
and go see if he needed water or whatever. But, you know, it's just everybody's different. But he was my, he was truly the love of my life. You were so blessed to be loved. I mean, both of you were so blessed to, be, to find that kind of love. A lot of people never get to do that. And yes, I, I just, you know, I was thinking about you yesterday. My wife and I were walking the dog down the street together and talking and talking about our day and all the things that were going on. And I was thinking that was just must have been so magic just for y'all when you had your walks around Sardis Lake to be able to visit and to catch up on oh. things and communicate and I mean, you need to write a book on how to have a great marriage. You really do. I <laughs> know, uh, sir. I don't know about that, but you know, we just we love we love it, and I still love it too. And the whole time now that I'm out there walking, I it's it's just healthy for me to continue to walk. And when I'm out there now walking, I'll see a squirrel, and I'll say, "Oh, pop! There goes a squirrel!" You know, just like that. You know, and but uh, I continuously talk to him the whole time I'm walking. And the funny thing about I'll tell you a little story about us walking. You know how people will drop a penny, you know, and just won't bother to pick it up. Well, he and I got got into this routine. We would tease one another about it. We'd find a penny, and I'd say, oh, I found a penny. Pop, look, we're going to have good luck. And then he would find one. He'd say, I found one, too. And and then some days we'd go, and we didn't find a penny. He said, to, to satisfy you with pennies, I'm going to go to the bank and get some rows of pennies, and I'm going to sew them out here in this walk that we're going to walk, you know. I said, I said, well, that wouldn't be fun then, you know, because I know that you put those pennies down there. I said, the fun part is knowing that um, that someone dropped these pennies and we were have, we we're going to have good luck, you know. <laughs> but, yes, that's some of the fun things that we, we would comment on as we were walking. Yes, sir, but. Uh, it's beautiful. It's artists like the geese and the fishermen and all, you know. But yes, sir, um, it's, he, he was the love of my life. I truly, I truly have to say that. And, and I'm blessed to have such wonderful children that try to entertain me, and 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 they take me most places that they go. You know, I say I'll say to them, "Aren't y'all tired of Mama being around?" Mama, you go anywhere I and my son will say, Mama, you can go anywhere I want to go. You want, I mean, anywhere I go, you can go with me. And my daughter's the same way, you know. She, they all want me to go with them, you know. And and that's one thing that Nolan had always told me before before I lost him. You know, we, we were getting older, and we've always we've talked about everything. And he would say, Mama, he'd say, Now, when something happens to me, I don't want you to just quit going and quit doing anything said i want you to continue to enjoy the children because you're going to have them and said you continue to enjoy the children and do things with them and be with them so that's what i've continued to do i think about it and some days you know i think oh my you know but god's been good to me he has blessed me amen amen he really has he has blessed me tremendously but i, I tell him i tell all these guys and girls you know just you know it doesn't take a lot of money to, to have a love you know you've got one another and 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 the things that Nolan of course you know Nolan Nolan was very fluent you know he would um he he and I were very happy like going to Hardy's and getting them uh, getting a meal at one of the uh like uh, the meal that when one would have a hamburger and the other and it would be a chicken sandwich in there too and he'd eat the hamburger and I would eat the chicken sandwich and we would go and sit there at Hardy's you know like we were eating a big steak and just enjoyed visiting with one another that's you know that's how we that's just how we did things you know it was just 
we just made we made we tried to make life fun and enjoy each other to its fullest. We truly did. We truly did. Miss Kay, being Valentine's Day, and obviously you, you've, I think you've laid out a beautiful blueprint on how to um, woo your wife and, and for the rest of her life. You know, I just, oh, I like that. It rhymed. That was good. Uh, yeah. Also, too, and I know that, you know, I mean, I've been married 28 years and I, I absolutely adore my wife, but I know there are some days when we get cross with each other and everything. What's your advice for being able to pull out of uh, out of an argument or out of uh, a <laughs> moment of cross? Because I know, you know, you probably had a couple moments oh. like that over 56 oh, yes, years. Sir. You know, well, you know, yes, sir, we had our differences. We surely did. But the thing the thing I always found out, the best thing for me not to do is just to keep my mouth shut you know mm-hmm. just keep my mouth shut and go on mm-hmm. and in a little while we we're back talking to one another and laughing at one another about you know what it never even thought of what happened i'm but writing that down that, right now yeah i'm writing down keep the, mouth shut okay i've got that's that. A, that that's <laughs> exactly what i did i just and he would probably do that he did the same thing you know he would you know we just sort of quiet for a while you know and just didn't say anything to one another for a while you know we'd have our differences and that's just that was the simplest thing to do you know it was just be quiet and then in a little bit like i say you know you're back and i just you know it just you're back talking to one another and just um, forgot what you even had your differences about mm-hmm. there's, there's one other thing i wanted to say too you know at church the other morning the preacher was, I don't know, it was cold or something, and, and the preacher said, we all have to snuggle up with each other, you know, to get warm. And I thought, oh, my goodness, if I could just snuggle with my husband one more time. Yeah. When I slept, when I slept, he brought both arms around me and held me uh, just as tight as he could the whole time, you know, that I was sleeping. And when he had turned, I'd hug his back and hug him too, you know. But I told the preacher, I said, I said, uh, Brother Milton, I said, everybody should enjoy their partner and snuggle up with them when it's cold. I said, because when they're gone, that's when you really, really miss things like that. You know, I mean, the snuggliness of it and everything. You know, I just, uh, I have a big old dog now that I tell everybody that's my partner in crime. And he sleeps with me every night. And he's bigger. He's probably bigger than I am now. He's big. He's a big old Airedale Terrier. And he's only eight months old, but he weighs about 70 pounds now. But he sleeps right up next to me every night. And uh, I tell everybody that's my partner in crime. You know, he's he's I bring him to work with me now. And he he I've never had I've never had an animal. My husband loved loved me unconditionally, but this dog loves me unconditionally, too. He thinks that, you know, he just he just loves me so much. But. Yes, sir. Enjoy your snuggles with your husband. I don't care how old you are. Nolan and I have gotten older. He still always loves to hug me and kiss me and just, you know, he loved on me just like I was 16 years old again. He did. He surely did. He did. He did. He did. did. Yes, sir. Well, you know, it's so funny when Michelle and I were laughing because we were about to ask you about about your your new pup, and you just brought it right up. It sounds (laughs) like to me that Nolan probably sent that puppy to you. It's like, uh uh-huh. You you need a friend, and and, uh, you've got a good friend. I take it um, probably the pup likes to go on walks, too, I would imagine. Oh, he he loves, he loves, and he loves being in the country, too. He does. He loves being in the country. He just, like I say, he is my, oh, he, he, he. He love I love him so much until he got sick a few 
about a month ago, and you know, I told my son, I said, oh, I can't leave Mr. Vet. He and Carrie said, Mama, if you have to, you have to. And I started crying. He said, Mama. I said, but he's all I've got now. You yeah. know? And, but anyway, you know, yes, sir. He he is he's my he's my partner. He really is my partner, and, and he does love me. He loves me, loves me unconditionally. And in fact, Stephen sent me a picture of me and of him and I this morning. A picture that they took of of my dog and him, uh, of myself and my dog this morning, and it was such a great picture. Yes, sir. What's his yes, name? What's his name? Rebel. His name is Rebel. Rebel. My husband and I live only 23 miles from Oxford and all everybody in my family went to Ole Miss and graduated from Ole Miss and we are true we bleed red and blue we're Ole Miss fans you know but now we we love Mississippi State what what he would tell the people if they all knew that he was a big rebel fan he would say it doesn't matter where you go to school but just stay in Mississippi and go to school in Mississippi you know that's what he would tell all all of his, all of the youth that would come to Jackson, he chaired universities and colleges. Yeah, his latter part of his years, yes, sir. But that's what, that's what he would tell him it was. But Rebel's his name. His name is Rebel, yes, sir. He is so, truly yeah. a good dog, Miss Kay. We got about thirty seconds left, and I just wanted to say Happy Valentine's Day. This has been an incredibly special uh, show, and just getting to visit with you is great. And you got thirty seconds. Any last advice you would give to the couples out there? Love one another. Just, to, just love everybody. I mean, just love each other. Just love each other. Love your family. My husband loved life. He did. Just he, love, just love, just love each other. Yes, sir. Well, yes, sir. I've loved the time with you today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, and thank y'all for having me on. And happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Thank y'all. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you, Ms. Kay. We want to thank you for listening and thank our guest, Ms. Kay Mattel, for jo- joining us and sharing an incredibly beautiful story of love with us today. And if you'd like to hear the show again or any past episodes, you can listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast app or on MPB's public media app. Now You're Talking is production of MPB Think Radio and produced by Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Rim healthy and fit with Josie Bidwell and join us next week at 10 a.m. for another great conversation here on MPB Think Radio. Y'all have a great week and happy Valentine's Day. I'm taking